In the next few minutes, you're going to hear how to ensure your two-year-old is not overwhelmed by extended family and kissed and hugged without her consent. And welcome back to Sitting in a Car. I'm Sarah Sprout and I sit in a car each week answering a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Uh, let's read the whole question because I want you to have the whole context here. Hi, Sarah. I'm worried about introducing our daughter to her extended family and the boundaries that come with that. We're Irish, living in Canada, and our daughter will be nearly one and a half years when she meets her family. Yeah, meets her family for the first time at Christmas. I don't want people all over her, overwhelming her, no kiss or hug forcing. We plan on priming close family and friends that they shouldn't force it, but I foresee some people ignoring this. What do I do? Such a good question, right? Now, the answer to this question for this week comes from the courage pillar inside the Evolved Family Method. And you might know by now that the courage pillar does what it says on the tin. It shows you how to courageously speak up or listen to others when they courageously speak up. And that's super important for our ability to be in a relationship with others, whether that's nurturing the connection between us and our kids, which is what we normally talk about here on Sitting in a Car, or it's the relationship we have with our extended families. So what you might do if you have this question about introducing your two-year-old to family they've never met is probably delay seeing family perhaps because you don't want to deal with people who don't understand. You also might imagine worst case scenarios when you finally do meet them. And all that means you might be asking other people around you what you should do. You might seek out people who feel righteous anger on your behalf and your daughter's behalf that any family member would force physical contact on her because these people that you're reaching out to for support realize the importance of giving your child an ongoing experience of what it feels like to have her boundaries respected by other people, particularly other people much older and bigger than her. And that all makes sense. Doing all those things make complete sense. And I would understand why you're doing that, because many of us have experienced what having our boundaries ignored feels like. Maybe you've had that experience multiple times, so you want something different for your kid, so they have an easier time than you had. And that is certainly a familiar situation. Um, that's the whole reason I got into the work I do, because I wanted to give my kids a different experience growing up to what I remember having. So what I've discovered is that when caring adults, just like this parent who asked this question, um, know that their kids' boundaries are super important, but the parent isn't sure how to support their kids' body autonomy around extended family, it's a sign that the tongue-tied parent effect is in full play. So this effect causes you to feel worried about taking your kid into company, anxious that you won't have the skills to support her, and it also might cause you to imagine conflict that might arise if something goes wrong. And all those feelings make sense. Most of us don't have the skills to manage conflict with people that are part of our family, particularly um, close family. So in this episode, I'm going to show you 
how to ensure that your two-year-old is not overwhelmed by extended family and kissed or hugged without her consent. Point one, while this feels like it's about your kids' boundaries and it absolutely is about that, it's also about your boundaries too. Many of us are not socialized or shown how to value the good of conflicts, um, particularly if we're raised as girls. So standing up for a belief or a value can be seen as being difficult or obstreperous even. Um, our gender can influence how people interpret our behavior, what their expectations of us are. So if we're raised as a girl or a woman, we will have heard a million micro moments where gentleness and calm were praised and anything other than that was denigrated. Also, think about how you have been taught respect for elders, prioritizing family connection or your family feelings. What are the social expectations that interfere with how you speak up for what's right? It could be a value like family first or an unspoken belief perhaps um, of keeping the peace. Every family will have something like this and that is part of the problem that we fall into when we are changing the culture around our kids, the kids we're raising, and particularly about their boundaries. Point two, a situation like this highlights what our tolerance for rejection or conflict are. Now, I looked up the definition of conflict because I was interested to see and the Cambridge Dictionary says it's an active disagreement between people um, with opposing opinions or principles. That sounds pretty similar with what we're talking about, right? You have an idea of what is best for your two-year-old and your extended family have a different idea of what is right or what the right thing to do is. Inside the courage pillar of the evolved family method, we learn strategies that help us listen to other people that have different viewpoints to us. Inside the whole of the Evolve Family Method, we're learning those strategies because it helps us listen to and maintain connection with our growing child. But those strategies can equally be used for members of your family that don't have the same understanding of personal boundaries and bodily autonomy for young kids. We don't have time to go into all the details. There are about 10 strategies inside that pillar, but I'd like to give you my favorite point about this now. There's a bonus strategy inside the Evolve School called the Family Cringe Crusher. And part of the Family Cringe Crusher method is to ensure that the person who doesn't understand why we've made the decision that we've made um, feels still feels like we understand how they're feeling and why they're upset. So inside the Cringe Crusher, one of the skills is to show understanding and empathy with this family member. So here are some examples of what showing understanding and empathy might sound like. It must look like I'm doing something wrong for my child. It must sound like I'm going over the top in my desire for them not to be touched. You're worried that my kid will be damaged or upset by what I'm doing or when I ask you not to touch my two-year-old, it sounds like 
I'm telling you that you're a bad person and you probably feel rejected and unhappy, right? Those are deep examples. And I'm imagining as you hear me say those things that you maybe can't even imagine saying those things yourself. The idea of naming the difficult emotions that a family member might feel around this just feels like we're creating bigger issues perhaps by talking openly about it and using specific words um, and it makes it worse than if we said nothing at all. We might get that feeling that if we don't speak then the worries and the fears and frustrations of the other person will go away. But the absolute opposite is true. What the research around connection and emotional intelligence shows is that when big feelings are named, the intensity of them reduces. When we can turn towards them and pay attention to them, whether that's in ourselves or in another person, in this case, our extended family member, then we are helping them feel understood. And there is something very powerful about that. When you're holding a boundary um, for the sake of your kid and you're trying to minimize frustration in the people around you. Step three, notice your own boundaries when someone speaks up about their own truth. So your family, your family members, their needs are valid. And at the same time, your kid's bodily autonomy is paramount. You're responsible for your two-year-old and her autonomy. Um, it's incredibly important, maybe particularly to you because you remember what it feels like to not have your boundaries respected as a child. Um, maybe that feeling of being tickled when you didn't want to be tickled or having to hug someone who had a scratchy face or didn't smell nice. And perhaps what's even more familiar is not even realizing that you were allowed to have a boundary in the first place. That you were allowed to not hug and kiss someone in your family when you didn't want to. So be aware that all this runs very deep. And a lot of us that are breaking patterns of the past are doing so because we have the lived experience of the pain and the trauma even that unheld boundaries feels like. In this situation, if you are able to be curious, consider what some of the other ways are that family can connect to your child that is not about physical touch. Rather than saying all the things they can't do with her, perhaps offer some information on the toys your child likes or the activities she enjoys and educate your family around the different ways that they can connect with her. At the end of the day, our children's bodies are not the site on which adults get their needs met. So you've just learnt how to ensure your two-year-old is not overwhelmed if extended family want to kiss and hug her without her consent. But this information doesn't completely help if you don't have the ability to sit with intense emotions of others and stay centered and grounded at the same time. Now, we learn how to do that inside the Evolve School as we go through the 10 skills within the Kindness Pillar. So if you would like to learn the complete Evolved Family Method that helps parents and other caring adults stand by the decisions they make that are best for their kids, even if other members of the family 
don't understand and get upset, then click the link somewhere around this video or head to the link in my bio and leave your details with me. That way you'll be the first to know when the Evolve School opens next. And that's sitting in a car for another week where I've answered a question to help you raise your confident and caring young person who respects themselves and the people around them. Bye for now. Okay, let's do this. Rain, rain, go away, come again another day. La, 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 la. Bye. Oops. Bye. <laughs> okay, we're doing it.